What does opening all of your fruit roll-ups for the best tongue tattoo say about you as a person? These are all fucking tropical tiger. Lauren, open your fruit roll-up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have a cherry wildfire. No, it's okay. I got all the other strawberries. Which one are you going for? Which tongue tattoo? Oh, I like this one better. It's a devil, like a smiley face with a devil on it. Oh, How yeah, many that's fruit rolls did we just open? More um, than necessary. A lot. <laughs> Should I do this heart smiley face or the pound symbol? What's the other? Oh, the baseball. Do or that the one. Baseball? It's just the seams. <laughs> I'll do it though. Which side? Hold on, let me open mine. It's taking a second. I'm really. Oh, this is fruit roll up is not unroll upping. <laughs> Are we doing it? Let me open my phone! <laughs> it's not unroll a thing. Okay, so I got three. <laughs> That's my fruit roll-up body count for the day. Fuck! Guys, I... This is the best one I'm using your own. I'm, use, I'm just gonna use yours to do the butterfly. Okay, Wait, sure? which is the right side? It's the one that's brighter. Okay. Alright, are you ready? Yeah. Hold on. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that sound goes right. <laughs> Ew. Right, three, two, one. I can't wait to shove this fruit roll of gob into my mouth. <laughs> some movies rule and some movies rock. Some movies win awards, but these ones do not. Some movies that are made are not up to par. We're gonna talk about them on one star. Oh my god, you have notes? Yeah. They're not, they're not good notes. Tipsy Terror is shaking right now. <laughs> I'm like not wearing a real bra, so my nips might pop out. Please. Perfect. <laughs> Sorry, I forget what it If you can turn that into an auditory experience. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was the slip and pew. So you're listening to One Star. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, you're listening to One Star, a bad movie pod. Is that how we start? Sometimes. <laughs> What's your name? Um, I'm Lauren. And I'm an airport carpet cleaner's worst nightmare, Quinn. Oh, no! <laughs> Are you telling that story? Well, I'll tell that story in a second. First, First off, we have... A very a guest. special guest. Oh, I thought we were going to say it at the same time. Oh. You said different Guest! <laughs> <laughs> you know her from Tipsy Terror and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, keep, oh, my nose is stuck. Oh, oh, quick stop break from her very special guest. <laughs> Molly Hayes. <laughs> Can we just start over? Nope. nope. <laughs> we don't do that here. I hate that this is like the image I'm projecting out into the world. Well, how inaccurate is it? <laughs> Wait.
Do I have to say anything? Say hi. Hi. <laughs> Tell us about yourself. Oh, when I'm not snotting into a paper towel. <laughs> I often find myself watching films of all varieties and hanging out with my buddies. And good buddies we are. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe good buddies would edit out you sneezing and you're uh, blowing your nose. <laughs> Out of a podcast. So it turns out we're bad buddies Because <laughs> that's not going anywhere. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, no, that's so gross. It's the worst ASMR. <laughs> Today, I will be clearing the mucus from my lips. for the mic and her laptop are like directly across the hallway so Molly just had to get on her hands and knees to crawl to the bathroom after almost throwing up into a sink speaking of throwing up let's talk about my original story is she okay? <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. Sorry, that's so unprofessional. <laughs> God, okay. That's done. Speaking <laughs> of unprofessionalism. Like, <clears throat> mm-hmm. so, can we actually start this over? <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah, no, I'm fine. I vomit constantly. <laughs> Speaking of vomiting, <laughs> back to my story. So, me and Molly just got back from Sundance Film Festival, and it was a lot of fun. But, on the way there, uh, we landed in Phoenix. We had a layover in Phoenix. And, um, I'm like, the entire plane ride, really. I was like, Molly, I feel horrible right now. I feel so bad. But, we made it. I get off the plane, I look at Molly, and I'm like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Five steps later, I'm suddenly vomiting all over the Phoenix airport, right in front of everybody. Did you tell them why? Uh, <laughs> Did you tell them why you were yet. so sick? So, I, <clears throat> my roommate gave me a free Philly cheesesteak <laughs> from this restaurant called Charlie's, and it apparently gave me horrible food poisoning. And so, anyway, maybe 150 people, would you say? It was, like, the, between 100 and, like, 300. It's a full terminal. Oh, my God. And I'm vomiting in front of all of them. And I'll never forget, because you got, you, like, went ahead of, like, ahead of me. Yeah. Um, I'll never forget, I, like, walk off the little, like, runway into, like, the airport terminal, and I see Quinn vomiting over a trash can, and he looks up at me. And it's like making eye contact with a dog that's like violently pooping. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like shame and fear and 
disgust. And I don't think I'll ever see it. It's moments like this where I really wish I could do like the Jaws dialogue. Like the eyes. You never forget the eyes. Because <laughs> that's something I'll never forget. Yeah, but... Um, Friendship. The person who saved my life. We call her Panera Bag Lady. Because it happened like in the movies... You know, when someone, like, puts their hand over the mouth and it, like, spews between the cracks? That's what was actually happening to me. But this lady comes up out of nowhere, hundreds of Panera napkins, (laughs) and just starts handing them to me in bunches. And I'm cleaning up. And then she gives me her bag from Panera to go to the bathroom in case I can't make that, like, quick walk there. But, yeah, so sometimes your guardian angel has wings, sometimes she has napkins from Panera Bread. <laughs> I was telling my mom about this, and she's like, oh, poor Quinn, he's so tall, he couldn't even hide. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was no way you could just, like, blend in the corner. <laughs> but, yeah, so that was my week. What have you been up to, Lauren? Nothing. <laughs> I can't think of a single interesting thing that happened to me this week. Have you not violently vomited recently? Um, I did on New Year's Day uh, quite a lot. Hey, say! <laughs> and I successfully hid it from my parents, which was fun. It was the first time I was hungover and throwing up at home. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. We've hit a new step. Adulthood. <laughs> Adulthood. Yeah, I can't relate. So today we watched Sucker Punch. Per the, the request of our guest. Yeah. It, it's a me. of our guest. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. The, the backstory of why we're doing this episode is because Molly hates Sucker Punch and Quinn liked Sucker Punch. Uh, okay. After seeing... I don't think I saw the full movie the time <laughs> I saw it. I think I just saw, like, one of the action sequences. It was like, oh, this is fun. Turns out it's not... I hate this movie, like, more, almost more than any other movie ever made. Like, really, the second we, like, told Molly about this podcast, she's like, I'm coming on and we're doing Sucker Punch. (laughs) And then, eventually it happened. Yeah, finally. Here we are. (laughs) Sorry for being such a terrible intro. (laughs) God damn. I think it might be the best intro you've ever had. (laughs) It's awful. There's no way it could be better. (laughs) So I could not honestly, I, I, like I couldn't have seen it going worse, and then I had to crawl <laughs> under the course. <laughs> I feel like we just started off so hot on this podcast. Everything else is gonna be downer. Oh no! What was the last podcast you listened to when someone violently vomited? <laughs> oh Run! We're we're. Uh, Trendsetters. This intro is brought to you by my ulcer. (laughs) (laughs) If you go to www.onestarpodclass.com/slash Molly's ulcer, you get free Zantac, maybe? I don't know. I'm sorry, that was bad. Please cut that. We don't cut anything. I hate this. Yeah, did you know this podcast was unedited? (laughs) I'm making such a bad impression. I think you're giving them the full experience. They st- oh, I usually try to roll back a little bit. But <laughs> <laughs> nope. I feel like like Molly does a podcast where they are drunk the whole time, and this might be more of a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> a 
I'm not used to just like consciously filtering out my sober thoughts, so this is just horrifying to me. Sucker punch. <laughs> Sucker punch. Yeah, the reason we're all... The reason for this season. So t- tell us your history with Sucker Punch. Oh, yeah. Um, I watched this movie in high school the same way I watched a lot of movies, which was by illegally downloading them while my parents were asleep. <laughs> and I remember I was watching... I like vividly remember watching this movie, and I like watched it because I was like, oh, it looks cool. You know, like, a badass girl in a mental asylum sounds fun, like, right? Like, yeah. Checks all the boxes, <laughs> so it seems. And I watched it, and I hated it. It just, ugh. I don't know. I And it's one of those, like, I still can't really articulate exactly what it is that I hate about it, except for everything. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I watched it, and I felt really just... It, 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 I just hated it. I don't know how else. It was, like, one of the first movies I remember really not liking after watching it. So that was fun. I used to not hate a lot of movies. Now I'm <laughs> much more discerning. But I realized that when they were saying Sucker Punch, I was like, yeah, sure. But I was thinking of the movie Kick-Ass the whole time. <laughs> I so feel what... like it doesn't seem that bad. No. <coughs> I have, because I have ne- I have seen neither of those movies. So we it, we it started playing and I was like, I don't think this is the movie I thought it was. <laughs> I still have not seen Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know he was in that movie. <laughs> and he's in every movie. All I knew is that that Chloe uh, Grace Moretz yeah. nailed it. Did I? Yeah. yeah. I knew she was in that movie, and so I was like, "Wait." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've broken our rules again, though, because this movie has lots of stars. Yeah. Got everyone. What's, what's the worst break of our rules? Is it not having any stars or having too many? I feel like not having any is worse. I, I think too many is worse, is what I was going to say. Because usually when they don't have any stars, that means it's, like, actually really bad. Yeah. And like, it fits, like, like, the one star rating rule more. Yeah, that is true. But, yeah, we have John Hamm, Oscar Isaac, and Vanessa Ann Hudgens. And other vaguely famous people. But yeah. those Emily are Browning, Jenna Malone, the love of my life, Jenna Malone. From acclaimed film Donnie Darko, Jenna Malone. And also, The Hunter Games. The Hunter Games? <laughs> the Hunter Games. <laughs> I started in my head thinking Mockingjay, and then I was like, but she was in the other ones first, and then it came out. <laughs> the Hunter Games. The Hunter Games. And hey, have you seen The Hunter Games? <laughs> for all you Gerald's Game fans. <laughs> Carla Gugino's in here too. Oh All the Mike Flanagan's get it? No. Oh, oh my god! I'm keeping in that silent reaction. <laughs> it was funny, and I stand by it. So this movie is un- seeing it. You can tell it's directed by Zack Snyder. What else does he direct? Three hundred Watchmen. Watchmen. A Man of Steel. Others. Ooh, let's see. Um, what Wonder Woman. Batman no. versus Superman. No, he Patty produced Jenkins. that. He's produced it. Oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did um, the My Chemical Romance music video, Desolation Row. From Watchmen. That doesn't surprise me. Uh, and that he also did um, Legends of the Guardians, on... The Owls of Gahul. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep cut. 
Did he also? Did he produce Justice League too? He yeah, or er, he directed Justice League. Because when I looked on his IMDb, I had Wonder Woman. In yeah, it. he produces Wonder Woman. Oh my god, I like. I like didn't know that he directed the My Chemical Romance video, but it doesn't surprise me. If that makes sense. Yeah, and he's directing Army of the Dead. Oh I don't know God. what that is. Is it about a bunch of um, Nazi steam-powered zombies? Close. It just seems more like Las Vegas zombies, maybe powered by magic. Okay. <laughs> oh, and he's directing a Fountainhead movie. That's the Ayn Rand book. Yeah. Right? Oh, okay. <sighs> that that grinds my what gears a, a little bag. bit. That's a lot. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if any of you have seen the movie Sucker Punch, but um, it's a lot. <sighs> Do you want to? Do you guys want to go into the plot? I don't know how you well, do your the, podcast. I Neither do we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you listen consistently, you'll know that we don't know how to do this podcast. Every time it's a little different. That's a little fun. <laughs> it's a little spicy. <laughs> I just, just a testament to this movie. My very first note that I wrote down is, "Oh wow, just started, and this is a lot." <laughs> it's so much. I don't hate the opening. I, I, <laughs> the glares I just got. <laughs> I, well, you also have to think that I thought this was a superhero movie. <laughs> so this beginning was like, okay. This is the most heavy handed opening out of any movie I've ever seen. It is like, it's just, it is, a, it's a lot. Forcing it down your throat. That's fair. But like, I just like the style of it. I like the aesthetics. Like, I mean, it felt like a, like a graphic novel, kind of, which is his style, but, like, I think it worked for the opening, at least. I, there's I think that's fine. I, like, yeah. I, I think that's a fair... Like, I don't know. I'm I got so, sick of it. Don't worry. But I'm so blinded by my hatred for this movie. <laughs> there's, like... There was something off about it, and then it kept happening literally any time a song was playing, and I, like, couldn't figure out what it was, and I figured it out later... It has the vibe of, like, a dramatic act two break... Where, like, they're, like, going their separate ways and, like, a dramatic song is playing and it's, like, kind of like a montage of their lives. That's what it feels like to me. But it happens, like, seven or eight times throughout the movie. And twice in the first ten minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I know exactly what you mean. That's the perfect way to describe it. It it, it took me until, like, the near the end. I was like, that's what... I was like, there's something, like, so weird about how this feels. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I'm on IMDb, and the plot keywords, the five that are shown, oh, no. describe this movie pretty well. It's mini skirt, mm-hmm. thigh high socks, yes, up skirt, mini dress, short skirt. Yep, and that's about all the issues I have. Like that sums up the majority of the issues I have with this movie. Except for you forgot, was crop top in there? No, that that was that one. Of them. Crop top or just. Fight. I don't know. There's so all of and a few fun hats. <laughs> a few fun hats, and almost all of the times when they were fighting, their their boobs were out, oh just God. full out. Just... Well, how else are you supposed to fight? Okay, well, <laughs> that's where your power is <laughs> as a person with boobs. For a movie that tries so hard to be about like women banding together, it like. It isn't a feminist movie, I'll say it. It kills most of them. So the tagline for this movie is, you will be unprepared, which is fair. I was not prepared for this movie at all. Yeah, Lauren is the only one who hasn't seen it before, so... 
I also was not prepared for how long it was. It is a six-hour movie. It's, it's, it's an hour, 50 minutes. It is six hours long. And I remember, like, an hour in, I checked, and it was like, holy fuck, there's 50 minutes left. <laughs> it was, like, right after the first kind of, like, third-tier dream sequence. Yeah. So, I Christopher <laughs> Nolan did steal a lot from this movie. That's under the... Wait, when was Inception? 2011. Oh, wait, never mind. This movie stole a lot from right? Inception. This was 2011. Inception was 2010. Oh. So Inception, this movie stole a lot from Inception because it's got, like, layered dreams oh. and fantasy sequences that are... So one of the fantasy sequences is in a dream. It's dancing. Like, every time the main character dances, which you never see, that's actually my favorite part of the movie, is right before, she, like... She dances, she Her just sways. sways a bunch, and then it enters the action sequence. But if you, like, imagine, like, someone starting dance with just swaying for a minute solid. But also, whenever it cuts back to her after she's done dancing, everyone is, like, crying and blown away. And she's in the exact same position where we left her. She has not moved. She has not moved her feet. It is... It's a lot. It's... So, I guess we could just roll general of the blot. The, the plot. The plot. The plot. <laughs> and then we can go into it. Okay. Basically, um, Baby Doll is our main character. Oh, these names. Starting off pretty gross. <laughs> and she's put into a... Mental hospital. A, yeah, mental hospital. By her stepfather. After she accidentally killed her sister. While trying to kill him. Yes. Because he's trying to, like beat them up because he's pissed because, like, the dead mother didn't leave him any money. So my... He's... Is he trying to, like, beat the fortune out of them? What was his plan? I don't know. Was he going to kill them? Because if he kills them... That's what I thought. How would you think that you would get away with that? I don't know. He got away with a lot. He just checked this girl into a mental hospital. Yeah, and she's she's 20. Can he do that? No. It was, like, the 50s, so yeah, you could. Okay. Because they didn't give a shit about women. I was going to say, women are property. Like, a lot of the aesthetics of this movie was, it felt like, almost like, if Wes Anderson hated women. <laughs> Do not. Do my you boy. You know what I what? mean, though? No! It's not like, at all. No, it was like a dark, like, trying to be, like, artsy-esque, like, Wes Anderson, except if he, like lived in his mother's basement and played violent video games the whole time instead of, like, watching German expressionism. <laughs> like, Wes Anderson's regular upbringing. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to bring my boy Wes into this. This is not an insult to Wes Anderson. By comparing... Uh, okay, I think anything put sucker punch adjacent is an insult. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but, like... Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. This is so much. But yeah, so she goes to this mental hospital, and like, Oscar Isaac plays the villain, which is bold of the movie to assume I will not be attracted to him. Because <laughs> they were wrong. <clears throat> and he's he's like an orderly? Yeah, he's like the orderly who's like... Somehow in charge? Helping the stepfather, like, do all the shady shit so and that she'll get a love on They him. are very open about them being... Illegal dealings. Yeah. He's, he's like, hey, he's hey, like, you want me to forge your signature? They oh, did okay. that whole plot right in front of Baby Doll. Oh yeah, yeah. we love exposition and dialogue. <laughs> and then, and then the girl who 
gets him arrested at the end is sitting right there during that conversation. So yeah. then she's like, I can't believe he forged my signature. And it's like, but why? <laughs> he told... he. He talked about forging signatures literally right in front of you. Like, first thing he says. Is I mean, like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, ske- I'll schedule a speedy lobotomy for you. <laughs> sure. Under the table, you see? <laughs> He's yeah, like, our lobotomy good. guy is here right now, but I'll be back. <laughs> He'll be here in five days, which is important, because then she goes into her first dream sequence. So... Wait, just... Before we get into Okay, I'm sorry. So she goes in, so she is getting a lobotomy, and then she goes into a dream sequence where we stay for the rest of the movie, except for when we go into a dream from that dream. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end, we bookend, and it's right after the lobotomy, and that's the... Yep. In an extremely small nutshell, the the movie. The very poorly structured. And so the first dream layer is, like, they're at, like, a burlesque kind of club. It's like burlesque starring Cher and Christina Aguilera, except darker. Except worse. (laughs) And it's like they're doing a lobotomy performance. Like a lobotomy striptease. Because they had to like do a smooth transition into the brothel. Yeah. From the mental hospital. You know. But also she was wearing the exact wig of baby doll's hair. It's very strange. It is too much. And And it's very... When they go into that, it's supposed to be like, oh, cool, this transition. But when it happens, you're like, what the fuck is happening? <coughs> Who it's, is this? It's not clear it's a dream sequence for a while. Yeah. I mean, you you told us it was a dream sequence because we were like, what happened? I, I'm i afraid to admit how long into this movie it would have taken me to realize that that was a dream. Just because it just seems like it's like a flash forward in time. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And because it was, like, exactly her, it made it feel like they were just performing her life. Yeah. The only thing to give it Which away... Which doesn't make any less sense what, than what was actually happening, so... The only hint was that I, Oscar Isaac suddenly had a pencil mustache. <laughs> but that's also, the only thing to also, grip on to. That, <laughs> that also could have signified that time had passed. <laughs> <laughs> and he grew its pencil mustache to show that time. Has <laughs> no. But so the other characters we have the leader, Sweet Pea. I don't know why I got the accent. I can't say Sweet Pea without an Sweet accent. Pea. Sweet, Sweet Pea. Pea. Hey, come here, Sweet Pea. Come here, Sweet Pea. Hey. Yeah, Rocket. Bell, Rocket. Amber. Blondie. And Blondie. And Dr. Beerswinski. <laughs> why is why were they like, let's give them all cool nicknames, and then this one will be Amber. <laughs> <laughs> that is honestly one of the like issues I have least with the movie, is the nonsensical names. But, uh, like, it no, but, no, stick to I don't the care. Theme. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If that's you're fair. If you're gonna go for it, go for it. Why have it be Amber? Yeah, that's fair. You can still, like, make it, like, Crystal, even. I don't know. Sure. What's what Violet, are other gems? A fun little Easter egg for uh, what's your Se- face? Series of unfortunate events fans. Yeah. <laughs> that, by that, I of course mean Molly. all two of you. <laughs> oh, of the original? Yeah. Okay. No, the original's great. I love the original. Really? Would you I, care? I, I like it more than the series because I don't like Neil Patrick Harris in it. I haven't watched any of the series. I really liked the movie, and every once in a while, I'm like trying to go find it to watch it again, and I can't find it. <laughs> it's I, hard to find. It's hard, it's really hard to find. I had like the little Game Boy SP game. 
And I finally beat it, like, last year. <laughs> Me just on my, like, 8-bit Klaus shit. I love that. It was so I was much fun. L- I was a little latchkey kid, and we would watch it there. Um, I read the books. Yeah, the books uh, I mean, are of so course good. I read the books. <laughs> Okay. Get out of here. Oh my goodness. I didn't have these fancy Game Boys. <laughs> we had paper. If you yeah. guys want to play it, I can bring it back. <laughs> I'm a whole two years older than you. <laughs> back in my day. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was there when the DS's came, or no, when the Game Boys got color. <laughs> Wait, what What did we decide what our names were be, would be if we were Oh, I, I did write it down. Did you write them down? Because um, I oh, no. I mentioned that I had, I'm wearing socks that have sprinkles on them. And I was like, it's very fitting for who I am as a person. And then Molly said, that would be your name <laughs> <laughs> if I was in this dream sequence. So my name would be Sprinkles. Molly's would be Biscuit. <laughs> yep. No explanation. It's just who I am. And Quinn's would be gingivitis. <laughs> I kind of like it. It should be like gingivitis. Uh, uh, yeah, I said uh, gingivitis. Oh my god. I, I think it's perfect. <laughs> let's honestly, let's just get some really shitty CGI swords and just go hack it with let's, our new identity. Let's remake this movie exactly. Just like it, there's the three side characters <laughs> of Sprinkles Biscuit and Gingivitis <laughs> who just like sometimes like comment on what's going on. You're just like, wait, why are any of these things happening? <laughs> why is this your, es- why is your, you're dreaming to escape but also this is also horrible? Why is this your escape? Orderly, give me some more lithium. Stat. <laughs> That, that's who Molly would be. Yeah. That's Biscuit. We're just like, no, we're just the ones in the corner, like, smoking cigarettes and who have been there for, like, 20 years. <laughs> and we're like, one girl time forgot. <laughs> <laughs> we're just like, oh, you're gonna start a fire. Okay. I've been here since the opium crisis of 1929. <laughs> Back in 14. When Back in 14? <laughs> planned a great escape. Jonathan and Crockpot. <laughs> what movie costs a nickel? <laughs> we go down to the Nickelodeon. We go to the pictures, you see. We all wanted to be famous even in those days. Oh, God damn. But you see, we overslept and we forget. <laughs> this movie is a fever dream. <laughs> anyway, so we'll save that for when we fix the movie. Because I think there's something there. <laughs> Just, like, three old broads who are high on lithium. <laughs> and, like, while... That's, that's just, the movie like, I'd watch. It's, like, it's just during the scene later on where he's, like, uh, killing them. Oh, it yeah. Just, it just cuts to us and we're like, oh, shit. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. Stat. We gotta oh. make, like, Peter Cottontail a rabbit. I'm like, oh, do you need a band-aid? <laughs> Put some dirt on it. <laughs> anyway. Oh, you're fun. You're on in five minutes. It's my dance. show. <laughs> the show must go on. Honestly, if I was up there and had to dance in front of a lot of people, I don't think I could do it. I would just sway. And then they would cry. <laughs> just sway. Clearly, that's the way you gotta do it. The magnetic movement of my hips. I think I'd do the wop. 
<laughs> or the wobble. I just floss for a while. <laughs> and they're just like. <laughs> Actually, I think I go up there and just do my type five. <laughs> that would really distract him from the horrors of this world. <laughs> yeah, their plan is dancing. All you need is Molly and a microphone. <laughs> You want to hear about the time I chipped my tooth? No? Okay, here we go! <laughs> like, what's the deal with chipped tooth? Teeth? No, it was just one. Tooths. I did only chip one. The rest are fully intact. For now. <laughs> Next time we go to Trism, we'll see. Wait, Shout so the where in the plot were we? Oh, um, does it matter? Okay. So, we're, we're still in the, when we get into the initial brothel. Oh, she's in the brothel. She's in the brothel. Mm-hmm. And they're auctioning off her virginity to John like, Is that his, what it yeah, was? Yeah. Ooh. Oh. To and John Ham. To John Ham, who like in real life is the lobotomist. Mm-hmm. But like uh, I'd be John Ham's lobotomist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on fire today. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> That was just a glimpse into Quinn's psyche. <laughs> we saw John Hamm at Sundance. He was there, yeah. And right. I texted my mom. Sundance I... reference, Sundance reference <laughs> count number two. I texted my mom and she said, oh my sweet Jesus, because my mom loves John Hamm. And then she said, is that Adam Driver? <laughs> <laughs> Who was also there, along with Annette Beaming. Let's talk more about Sundance, where Lauren wasn't what? It's very fun for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. That no, makes me sound like a douchebag. No, I was kidding. I come onto your podcast, brag about Sundance, choke on my snot. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect guest. <laughs> I can genuinely say you're the first to do that. <laughs> I hate this. We've had many people throw up, but no one talking about Sundance. <laughs> <laughs> You're a triple threat. <laughs> it's because I ate all those fruit roll-ups. <laughs> My stomach just, like, couldn't hang. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh, it's should... Poison! <laughs> should I eat more? <laughs> if only there was another box. We have three more, honestly. Oh, my... No. We love... <laughs> I was joking. I'll just like wad them up into a big gumball. And them all again. That's where things went south. Is the second we pulled out, I was like, "Hey, you want some fruit roll-ups?" So that's why this is just getting away from me. What else you got? I I don't want to say cornstarch. Cornstarch. I see some yams. That <laughs> none of these are mine. We're in oh. Molly's house, by the way. <laughs> that cream soda is mine, but it's like two weeks old. Maybe more. It's from that when we recorded at my house. So maybe. Oh, when we recorded that sinister episode of your podcast. Yeah. Let's um let's start a new podcast where we just go (laughs) tour a friend's kitchen. (laughs) So take us to walk us through. I have some grenadine syrup. (laughs) Some cough syrup. Mm. Plus syrups. Um, Some maple syrup. That's not mine. Um, I have half a sleeve of Some knockoff Ben Mints in my freezer. <laughs> I have an old calzone in my fridge. You still haven't eaten that? I was going to take it with me through TSA, but decided against it. They've been through enough. <laughs> I, I need a five minute break. No! <laughs> anyway, so they're at this brothel, and... um. She starts dancing, 
And while she's dancing, she's transported to this dream in feudal Japan where she sees this old, old man who tells her she needs five things to escape. Who, of course, is white. Right. It's um fire, a knife, a map, and a key. And the fifth thing Wait, she does she actually know. tell her that? Yeah. yeah. In the oh, feudal wow. Japan dream. I just didn't care enough to pay attention. And then she's like, okay, bye, bitch. Um, here's some samurai giants coming to kill and you. And a gun. Defend yourself. And then he hated her. So she, like, kills off these samurai, realizes she needs five things to escape the, like, mental hospital slash brothel slash wherever the fuck. And, like, she comes back from feudal Japan and she's finished her dance and everyone's, like, weeping in joy. Because it was so beautiful. So she, like, gets all the girls together. It says, hey, we need these five things. And from there, the movie just devolves into these, like, heavily CGI'd um, action sequences where they're trying to get the five items that they need to escape. It's like, like, so, okay. Question. Yes. All of the things that they get are done in the brothel sequence. Right? Yes. At no point in these action sequences does do they attain those <coughs> items. Yeah, they do. They do? Yeah. So, um, in the first one, when they're fighting the um, steam-powered Nazi zombies, um, sure, sure, they need sure. to get the map. So they get the map. But it's all set up under, like, you're in World War II, you gotta get this map from these Nazi zombies. And so they get the map. But, like... Hey. That translates to them getting the map in the brothel sequence, oh. which means they got it in the mental institution. They so just... it all, it's like three levels of dissociation in which it all occurs in this third level, but they're getting them in all of them. They really I, like, I missed that they were getting the items in the actual action sequences. They really should have flashed back to the mental institution sometimes. That would have helped. That would have like helped structure because the it a whole lot more. the whole movie is in the brothel, and you just have the mental institution and the bookends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it de- it definitely needed that. It's like you're diving like three layers deep, but it's all happening. On but all also, of the layers. but also, it's a flashback the whole time. Yeah, that's the. <coughs> you Sorry. find out at the end, like all of this is happening, but it's all a flashback. But it all had already happened, and they make it seem like it's a dream, but it's just her thinking about what just happened. Yeah. In dissociated dreamlike ways? Yeah. Yes. But also That's what I got. Yeah. I don't I didn't understand their plan to like distract the, her them with dancing <sighs> instead of just like taking the objects like easy. Cause like one of them's just a knife and they're in the kitchen all the time. Mm-hmm. And she had a knife earlier when she Yeah. She had possession of a knife and she put it down, she could have just Kept the knife. Kept the knife. I don't know about your mental hospital experiences, but they just have knives everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> just lying around. But they weren't taking. It's but crazy. In well, the brothel, why wouldn't it's they? easy. Right? Yeah. But, like, it's still... The brothel is the mental institution. But... It's just... This is, like... It's... Ugh, this fucking movie... It really falls apart pretty it, easily. If you, like, start thinking about it too much, it's just, it's so like, what frustrating. what is this movie trying to say? That's a great question. I don't know. I believe its main message is titties. <laughs> Point number one. It was made for, like... And then at the end, it's it's tr- it tries to be like, go out and fight. It's like, fight what? 
fight oppression in my miniskirt? No. Like, and my uh, perfect makeup and my contoured face and my f- fake eyelashes. That's where it, like, really loses <laughs> That a me. snowflake gently <laughs> drops on. And then melts. Because <laughs> my eyelashes are hot. I don't know about you guys. Oh, sweltering. <laughs> <laughs> I shed them every day and grow them anew. <laughs> But yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I wrote down, show us the dancing, you cowards. I I don't know why, but it felt so weird they didn't even, like, show it at all. Like... They could have cut back to it. Yeah. the action sequences. Like, is, like is, have the dancing, like, translate. It, like, she does, like, a move with her sword. And, like, as she lands, it's like she's back in the dance. Like That would have made more sense. Incorporate the fighting with the dance choreography. That would have been cool. It would have been interesting. I honestly think that's where part of the movie loses. Is it kind of how you, what you were saying? They should have cut back to the mental hospital more. If they had shown a more clear correlation between all of these, like, dissociation dreams, you know, it would have made more sense. Yeah, for sure. I still would have hated the movie. <laughs> but at least it would have been a movie I didn't like that made more sense to me. <laughs> I think this might be one of the last ones, but they're fighting a dragon. That's, That's to get when the they're getting the fire, fire. so the second one. Because there's like an orderly at the mental hospital who has a lighter. And then in the Oh, so the crystal thing brothel, is the, the lighter? Yeah, in the brothel, he's like just one of the clients. Mm-hmm. And then he's a dragon in the third level. Yeah, right. <laughs> so of it's a lot. Is. Yeah, it's so much. So like, this is when the movie starts to drag. Because it becomes like the same thing over and over again. They have to get the thing and then they go to the dream and then they get the thing. And, and then, then they have every... no problems getting the thing. And they have a ridiculously long action sequence. Until, until so long. the girl gets stabbed. At the very end, yeah. But again, like they don't make it clear. No. Like, But I just like that she cut the dragon's throat exactly where the stone thingy was. It's like, how'd you know that it was exactly right there? Well, because everyone the knows it. dragon anatomy. <laughs> you that's, don't? That's, where that's, you, like, that's where you keep your glowing stone. That's like step one of like info you gotta have if you're gonna make it in the mental hospital. <laughs> where it's are the dragon stones? <laughs> you go and you're like, where are the stones? <laughs> and then they put you in a room by yourself. So... Does it really work out? Maybe not. But maybe. Uh, unless the stones are in that room. Exactly, which they probably are. They're in the walls, so you gotta like cl- claw through the walls. You know, it's just a whole thing. You know? That was my experience, at least. <laughs> I did write down at this point that this whole movie could have just been a video game, and it would have that would have been fun. That would have been a cool video game. I think it should have been a video game, right? <laughs> yeah. That would have been a, this is a fun video game. Yeah. Is there a video game? Can you look it up? I will look it up. Because yeah. it's a... Oh. It didn't have to be a movie. This is just... It Should it have been a movie? No. No. It is not a video game. Which is shocking to me. But yeah, I think... True, like, it definitely should have been a video it game. It would have, like... I think it would have flowed better. It would have. Because then you can... Because in video games, you want the long action sequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you want that kind of, like, level... Yeah. In the video game. Like, and the plot mm-hmm. doesn't matter. And, like, yeah, the, pl- the, the plot is structured like a video game. Because yeah. the, the plot of video games are you go complete this task. Go complete this task. Did they rewrite the movie, movie already? It it's, like, it's, it basically doesn't even need to be rewritten. It's just, just needs put it, to be make a video it a video game. game. But, like, it doesn't work as a movie. It, I agree with that. Because there was at one point, we were watching the movie, we were all just talking because we got bored. 
Like during one of the like oh. main action sequences. <laughs> in almost all of the action sequence, we were just having other conversations. Because it just <laughs> drags for no reason. And there's just an insane amount of CGI. And something that could have made it interesting is if they were cutting back between, like, the intense action sequences and the brothel and the mental hospital, and the so dancing. you could see how it's actually yeah. working. That yeah. would have like been a good kind of break of pace for the movie what? but they don't they just stick with this glorified cgi yeah I, this is Zack going Snyder. into fixing the movie which we'll save but like it needs to be more of like a heist movie <sighs> yes that's that's where the flaw is but <laughs> my fate the one action sequence i did like is the first one because of the steam-powered nazi zombies it's the worst one <laughs> this is not the first one yeah, it is. Isn't it? I think yeah, it is. The first one's the samurai one. Oh, the oh, samurai okay. one, yeah. The second one, they're fighting steam-powered Nazi zombies, which is goes as well as you think it would. It's just... That is the thought of an insane man. <laughs> I think well, it could make these Nazis cooler. Oh, what if they were zombies? But wait, what if they were zombies that were powered by steam? Like, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I think he just thought that, like, every time they... He thought it'd be cool every time they get hit for, like, the steam to come out. It wasn't. And he just stuck with it. He could have just been like, oh, it's cold out. <laughs> this is the part where we were like, Elon Musk would love this movie. Because it's just so ridiculous. It, does, it really feels Elon Musky in a way that I don't know how to verbalize. Elon Musky, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you wearing? Oh, it's Elon Musky. <laughs> it's oh, but like, can we also talk about how they're ridiculously dressed for the situations for every single situation? Well, it's Zack Snyder, so obviously. Love them boobies. Three really? pieces of clothes maximum for it, women. It feels really exploitative. I don't know. Especially for a movie that's supposed to be like, yeah, female empowerment. That's what, yeah, but that's only what if the they're disc- wearing mini skirts and like fighting Nazi zombies. Women empowerment, but only if I want to fuck them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Ugly women can't be empowered. Nope. <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's just very much that. Like, but yeah, so the movie just gets really repetitive in the middle, and I think that's why I hate the middle. It gets boring. That's when it gets boring. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I've said this before, I don't like action sequences. <laughs> I don't... I love them when they, like, feel, like, new and different. I like when, they're, different, when they're good. Yeah. When they're done right. And like these Baby are just, Driver? like... Yeah, Baby Driver. Mm-hmm. They did Kingsman. Mm-hmm. Kingsman is so good. And it's, like, these ones are just, like... Okay. Yeah, they're just the same bullshit. <laughs> I also do need to point out this movie had an eighty-two million dollar budget. Eighty-two million dollars is what this movie cost to make. <sighs> None of it was necessary. It just hurts. You I could like, have made a very successful video game. I'm gonna yeah. need to see that pie chart of how much money went to the CGI team because it was far too much. I'm trying. I want to find like a comparable movie, like in budget wise, to like give perspective. Here, we'll look at Kingsman. Or look at like a Harry Potter movie. How much did a Harry Potter movie cost? To make? It's like the last one. Kingsman was about the same budget, actually. But look at how much better it was. Harry yeah, and better. look how much significantly less CGI. The first Harry Potter was 125, so that's way more. Yeah. That's fair. But the point is, it sucks. Maybe they needed more CGI budget. That would have helped. <laughs> I think they needed less. I think they needed almost no CGI at all. <laughs> you know? Or, better yet, someone should have read the script and be like, huh, 
Okay. Nope. (laughs) Whoever is the script supervisor on this just, like, dropped the ball. It was continuitous, at least. I won't insult the script supervisor. I'm sorry. Oh, I meant, like, the, um, whoever did coverage. Oh, yeah. That's what I meant. That's the person that should get fired. Yeah. (laughs) Zack Snyder did his own coverage. (laughs) (laughs) Because this was after 300, which was a hit, so he probably could have done whatever he really wanted at that point. Honestly. But But that was my favorite part. Or my favorite fun fact that was on IMDb is that he told Vanessa Hudgens that this was his first action movie when 300 came out like five years before this. That's crazy. Didn't like, watch. Like, like why did before? you just? Why did you have to lie about that? Is this like Vanessa Hudgens' like first movie? Post- yeah, she was. Yeah. She was trying to break out, out of high school, high school musical. musical. That's what I was thinking. <sighs> Vanessa Ann Hudgens, I am so sorry. You're better than this. It's just. This movie's weird. What else do you guys want to talk about? Um, I want... I just was confused when... So the dream sequence, um, the main one, where they're, like, in the brothel or whatever. I don't... So they're... I don't understand what... Like, they're strippers? Slash... Like, dancers. Prostitutes, Mm -hmm. also. And also prostitutes. But also they work in the kitchen? (laughs) Okay. <laughs> what are they? I think, I honestly think the, okay, I don't know if this is right, but I think the kitchen stuff is all at the mental hospital. I, I, I think it's in the... I thought it was part of the brothel. I really she think dan- it's She in dances the in it. Yeah. She yeah, gets on but... the floor, she gets on the table and dances, and, and uh, what's-his-face has the mustache. Yeah, when he comes in, oh. yeah. So... And she's wearing, like, the corset. Yeah. Okay. They're, so, like, they're the dancers, the prostitutes... The and kitchen the... staff and the janitors. <laughs> oh yeah, she was cleaning the floors. She was scrubbing the floors at one point too. This movie's fucking ridiculous. There's just a whole lot. And poor Jamie Chung, because <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, so let's talk about like just when he goes in and shoots them. And so at the end, they get found out because Vanessa and Hudgens snitched, and he just shoots Jamie Chung. And I wasn't Vanessa really. Hudgens. And Vanessa because Hudgens. He goes the... into their dressing room. She and stole shoots the fire. The or was it the knife? She's Jamie Chung stole the lighter. Oh yeah, Jamie Chung was and the knife. Fire. No, yeah, I don't know. No, she, you're right because she... whoever got whoever died in the kitchen stole the knife. No, no, no. no she stole. Yeah, she no, stole she the did knife. steal the knife. She stole the knife when they were distracted. But it yeah. also seemed like he just killed her for fun. Yeah, but yeah. like, how would that work in the real life? You know. Yeah, I, like, like, did he just murder them? Yeah. Did, they, not, did they die have, in the mental hospital? That's, they had I, to have. It's, they don't say, though. They don't make it clear. You assume that and they just killed her. Jamie Chung said that this was her favorite of her own films, which is why I said poor Jamie Chung, because, oh no, Jamie. What other Love yourself you? more. Um, I don't really know. Oh, um, Angelina Jolie almost played the doctor. <sighs> Dodged a bullet. She's in Big Hero 6! Okay. Much better movie. Maybe she one. said this in 2011. Maybe. That, that could make more sense. But Let's yeah. Go. So, like, Oscar Isaac just, like, kills these girls. He shoots Vanessa. Wait, Jamie being... Chung was in Prince's Protection Program, so Jamie Chung is lying through her teeth. That's I said Jamie Chung. I know I did. <laughs> it was the teeth connection. She, that, that's a much better movie. Uh, but like, and at the end, so can we jump to when she gets, she finally, baby doll finally gets lobotomized by John Hamm. Yeah, because she realized 
I, I, I did, this is not from the movie, this is from reading it. Mm-hmm. She realized the fifth thing needed was Baby Doll's sacrifice of yep. herself. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, see, it's not in the movie. <laughs> I read that on Wikipedia. It is, we just weren't paying attention. Oh, was it? Yes. Did they say that? She sacrifices herself so that um, uh, Sweet Pea can Sweet Pea. escape. Yeah, everyone dies except Sweet Pea and Baby Doll at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, at the, they're outside at the end, and, like, they realize that um, the guards are coming, and uh, Baby Doll realizes that only one of them, like, she if she, like, gives up her position, that Sweet Pea can escape. So, Baby Doll distracts, like, whoever's coming after them, and so Sweet Pea's able to run away, and then um, Baby Doll is eventually lobotomized, and you realize that all of this was a flashback. Like, as <laughs> the, like, ice pick is going into her eye. Right. So, as if the framing of this movie already wasn't less coherent. It's all a flashback, mm-hmm. too. And then Jonathan Hamm was like, the look in her eyes, which does, like, like it does, freaked you do out they usually she, not look scared? Because she looked at you? I don't know. Oh my goodness. And then the doctor comes in and is like, I didn't authorize this. And then she realized Oscar Isaac forged her signature, so she has Oscar Isaac arrested, who is trying to sexually assault Baby Doll. Yep. And then Baby Doll... The en- it ends with like baby doll like looking happy, which I don't feel is a happy ending. <laughs> like yeah, she he got, got caught, so but she like still dazed. got lobotomized. <laughs> she doesn't That's know what's happening. And I wrote like because they kept hiding her face, and I were like, you put all this money on special effects, but you won't show us her face after she gets a lobotomy done. Well, let me read this description from I or from the Wikipedia. Baby doll is shown smiling serenely, having apparently found freedom in her own inner paradise. That makes lobotomy sound good. Yeah. Oh, um, oh yeah. <laughs> Which, no. Oh my god. Like, just the icing on top of the cake. She's finally happy because she's free from her mental prison. Like, fuck off, Zack Snyder. <laughs> this is a bullshit ending and you know yeah. it. Yeah. And then, so, the then the more confusing part happens, though. We go to Sweet Pea. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Who's getting on a bus. And the bus driver is this wise old man from the beginning that was in Baby Doll's fantasy. All of them. She, he's in all he's, of like the third tier dream yeah. But so how did they? How did she? And the and, and the boy from one of the, the Nazi, Nazi dreams. Yeah, crazy. Who also looked at her as if he remembered her. And then the guy was like, "Get on my bus. She's fine. Don't question her, police. <laughs> Get on my bus to Fort Wayne." <laughs> it is just nonsense. It's like, why would they know who she Because it was Baby Doll's fantasy, right? Also, like, who are these people? I don't know. Was she on the bus the whole time? <laughs> was it all actually Sweet Pea's fantasy? What? Nothing. This ad for, like, Survivor popped up on my Instagram. No. I think it's because from when we, we were, were talking, talking about, about it, it, Instagram was listening in. Or it's because when you bought me a Survivor sticker for my birthday. No, this was, this was forever ago. That was a while ago. No, this for like sure. just came up. No, it listened. It listened. It and it, listen. Yes, it did. That's a when thing. you were talking. It like I'm not even kidding you. This is like a real thing. So, I don't like, think they listen. Apps listen in on what you're like talking about. Don't don't give me that. I they don't li- believe they that. listen in on what you're talking about and they give you ads based on the stuff you were talking I don't, about. I don't. I it don't is true. That. You could. This couple did it. They opened their Facebook app. They don't have cats or anything, but they kept talking about cat food and cat food and cat food. But, like, only talking about it, not, like, posting or anything, or, like, looking up anything on the internet. They just talked about it. I believe they could track your location, but I don't believe yeah, they can sure. listen in. They no. do listen in, I promise you. Then I... why would... I do not look up anything about Survivor. Why would I get that Because you bought it's me that sticker. You two... No, it is not because I bought you that sticker. I bought that on Redbubble. 
Yeah, but like it still like saw you looked up something survivor related. No, you're wrong. <laughs> anyway, Molly got me these wonderful stickers for my birthday, so thank you, Molly. Yeah. Okay, like yep. I've never experienced that. I've, well, I, when you do, it, happens, it, it happens to me like maybe every other week. Mm-hmm. We'll see. It's because you were talking about that guy from Survivor, and I was on my Instagram just Which scrolling guy? through the my guy manager. you looked up on your Instagram. Oh, the hot guy. Yeah. You're like, he was on Survivor, and I was like, cool. And I was just like on my Instagram scrolling, and now I get an ad to watch Survivor. I, it is not a coincidence. <laughs> Let, let's test it out then. Okay. Open I, your phone. Okay, yeah. What, I'll okay. open my... And then we, I'm trying to see what my... I think yeah, I need everyone a Everyone open their phones. I need a new lipstick, but I don't know which one to get. No, they're on to us now. They won't do it now. <laughs> should I get a new lipstick, Lauren? Yeah. You should get a, You should totally get a new lipstick. A new what? lipstick? Pepsi! <sighs> I don't oh, know what oh we're doing lipstick. <laughs> I don't know what lipstick I should get. Um, I say go for a burnt orange. A burnt orange. What a burnt kind, orange what kind lipstick. Of, what kind of lipstick do you want? Like what brand? I have no idea. I don't know any good Mac? lipstick brands. Is that a lipstick brand? I don't know actually. Yeah, I've had Mac before. What about some Fenty? Fenty. Fenty lipstick, like the lip gloss. Yeah, or a uh, Kylie lip kit. What about Burt's Bees? Burt's Bees, shit. Burt's Bees is cool. All right. Lipstick, lipstick, lipstick. This is a bark box. Is this a government conspiracy (laughs) podcast now? I am telling you, it's because we were talking about, you guys were talking about Survivor earlier, that it came up on my Instagram ads. Well, why would I get this ad for base muffins? I haven't talked about muffins in a while. Have we talked about underwear at all? (laughs) I don't think so. I got a Sephora ad that wasn't there before. That was quick. (laughs) I feel like it doesn't happen that quick. Well, ma- I feel like makeup's something that you might, like, have already, like, looked up or something. I though. do not. It needs to be Quinn, more... I don't. I don't believe... Like, if I got the lipstick ad, that's when I would believe. I know, but I was the one talking about it. It knows your voice. Boom. Candles. <laughs> How often have we been talking about candles? Not recently. No, you're... At the beginning of the podcast, we did. Quinn, we're right. I, I don't believe it. I'm sorry. Oh my god. This is crazy. It's true. I don't is know. what's happening? Do you have lipstick ads? A little. Like, I'm going to close out. And close you have DiGiorno ads, Molly. I had a lipstick ad. <laughs> it's because you were talking about that. I don't know why I, you. I have, a, I have a Philia ad. Why do you refuse to believe me? I, oatmeal? Anyone talking about oatmeal? <laughs> my phone's doing its own thing over here. I, I, just, I have KFC and Burger King. Like. <laughs> Okay, can we get back? So I'm not going to mention the Redbubble ad that just came up. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, this movie. It's true. I still don't believe it. We were just talking about Redbubble. Yeah, but I've looked up stickers before. Oh my god. It had to be something out of the blue. Mother. It is like killing me that you don't believe me. It's it's not it's not a personal attack against you. What I is am that? Right. I am. I got that one too. I'm right. I don't. I, I'm. I'm. It's not a personal attack. I don't. I don't see it as a personal attack. I am just right, and I am frustrated <laughs> that you are not agreeing with me. It's not against I'm you right. though. Stickers. <laughs> We've been talking about. They stickers. listen in. Well, tell my Instagram to listen harder then. <laughs> I got that Survivor ad because of you. You're welcome. Survivor's great. Oh my god. Anyway, what are we... What's this movie? 
Did we do the plot? <laughs> I scared myself for a second. And I was like, ah! <laughs> an ad for Michael from Survivor. <laughs> it's just he posted. So I think we finished summing up the movie, though. Essentially. It's basically yeah. a nightmare dream sequence in which Baby Doll <sighs> attempts to get these items and further dream sequences and then ends up lobotomized. I wrote at the end, who is this movie for? <laughs> I think it's for people who live in a basement. Yeah, it's for basement fanboys who... Incels. Who want to see some hot girls, like, fighting action movies. Like, it's ridiculous. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love... I love those kind of movies, too. But for different reasons. But this movie doesn't go into, like, their depth. So it's, like, it feels weird and gross, you know? There's something I was confused about earlier. It's when they're trying to get the knife, Mm -hmm. the music cuts out and he comes, too. So is it the music that was, like, transporting whoever was watching? Maybe she stopped dancing because the music cut out, too. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Like, that brought her back, too? Yeah. I think it's, like, the whole just, like, sequence. But, like, why did it take them so long to grab a knife? There, there has to be more than she one in the kitchen. She had been dancing for so long. Yeah, it had been a long and Did you need sequence. to get the one out of his back? Yeah, why not get any of the knives in the kitchen? There's got to be more than one. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's batshit insane. It won an award. What award? A Razzie. <laughs> I'm looking. They have a lot of them. Uh... IGN Summer Movie Award. <coughs> okay. Best trailer. Does that help? No. It could be a good trailer. Oh my god. It, won, it was nominated for a Scream Award for Best FX. They weren't good effects. Nominated for Hardest Hit on the World Stunt Awards. Oh, that's fair. What? I just don't want this movie to get anything. <laughs> They're nominated also. Uh, oh. for Outstanding Sound. By the Hollywood Post Alliance. You know, all the big awards. <laughs> Ooh, they're nominated for Worst Movie of the Year, Trippiest Movie of the Year, Biggest Disappointment of the Year, and Best... <sighs> what are you about to say? <laughs> best TNA of the Year. Best what? Titty and ass! <laughs> What are those awards? That's why I started saying it, and then I read the rest of it, and I felt a shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that sums up everything about this movie. It was the Golden Schmoes Awards. <laughs> I want to learn more about those awards now. Oh, and it got nominated by the Alliance of Women Film Journalists. Oh, no. Honestly, if my movie's not winning Titty and Ass Awards, <laughs> it's not a movie I want to make. <laughs> wait, 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 Okay, this makes me feel better. The Women in Film Journalists, the awards that they were nominated for was the Hall of Shame. Okay, that's <laughs> yeah. better. And the, and something called, the award was called The Movie You Wanted to Love But Just Couldn't. So, Drinking Game. Is, is that a, the next segment? Oh, God. I guess... Okay, drink every time you see a titty and an ass. <laughs> One shot per titty. Blackout. <laughs> at least, they don't, they're not at new, least if you, if you mo- see any part of a bra. Any this sort movie's of PG-13. Watch the director's cut. If you, if you cut. see any part of a bra or lingerie, 
if at any point you feel like women are being exploited, well, just take a shot. That's the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, I take a sip anytime you're like, why am I watching this movie? Ch- chug your drink for as long as she's swaying back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> you have to drink that entire time. Because <laughs> it, it takes... I don't think we focused enough how long it takes to enter these second level fantasy sequences. It's like a full 20 seconds. They're like, dance, and then she doesn't dance for so long. Sweet dreams are made of this. I do like how Emily Brown, this, we didn't, the soundtrack is good. Okay, the only good, I can't, I am so pissed. That a movie this bad gets a soundtrack this good. It's a really good soundtrack. They have Asleep by the Smiths. Where is my mind by Pixies? Like, two of the greatest songs. They have Bjork. Bjork God is sake. on the fucking soundtrack. Emily Browning sings. And she sings well. And she's a good singer. Yeah. There's the only redeeming part about that, this it's movie. It's definitely the highlight, is the songs are good. I think that's true. I'll say, for any Zack Snyder movie, I think the Watchmen soundtrack is really good. I, I have not seen the Watchmen what? soundtrack. It's, like a, it's an okay movie. I don't hate it. I, I'm looking on the quotes on IMDb, oh, no. and we need to talk about this quote. Oh, no. Or at least it just needs to be read. A- after Baby Doll dances for the first time. <sighs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> Sweet Pea goes, all that gyrating and moaning, <laughs> a dance should be more, be more about, what? Be about more than titillation. Drink. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> so... It just makes me want to see that dance. Honestly, you never starts see the with because it starts with swaying. It ends with her standing straight up in the same spot. <laughs> and somehow it got titillating her <laughs> way through. At some point, she was gyrating and moaning. And then uh, she also makes people cry. What kind of dance is both so <laughs> sexual, sexual yet so deeply emotional? Sucks us away. I, I was gonna say the rain rain dance from Step Up Two. I would say um when Tom Holland did Umbrella by <laughs> 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 Who's Blue Jones? That's oh, Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Isaac. So this quote doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, let's unpack that. There's he goes, Did you lose your fight, huh? And she says, No, I just found it. What's when's that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Essentially, no. <laughs> oh my god, this movie's so. I bad. was trying to find the last quote of the movie. It's all about like fighting. Oh, uh, here it is. I want you to dance. If you do not dance, you have no purpose. And I think this is the end. And we don't keep things here that have no purpose. You see, your fight for survival starts right now. You don't want to be judged. You won't be. You don't think you're strong enough? You are. You're afraid. Don't be. You have all the weapons you need. Now fight. Ugh. Which basically sums up the entire shitty movie in one shitty quote. <laughs> <laughs> so how would you fix this entire shitty movie? Make it a video game. I think that's like a good call. I would also... But if it had to stay a movie, what would you do? Put us in it. I would make it more about the women. And not as... <laughs> I would put not as much about them? them struggling. Yeah, and like, cause just by like all of their situations, they're very like vulnerable, like mm-hmm. as like themselves. But it doesn't like really it doesn't talk about that in like a healthy way. No. It's kind of like they're in the situation like that sucks. They have to get out, but like they can't, you know. So I would make it more um, 
about kind of their journey, I would have had it directed by a woman. <laughs> I think could have solved like a lot of problems. If I'm fixing it, it becomes dangerously close to the plot of Burlesque. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I fixed this movie. It's Coyote Ugly. I would have cut out the entire um, second level of dream sequences. Yeah. Because if you're going to have to have action sequences, I would rather go from like a mental hospital to like crazy action. Yeah. I, would... like, I liked um, what you said about having... I mean, if you're keeping in that second level with like the action sequence matches what she was actually doing. Mm-hmm. Or make it like just more of like a heist movie. Almost. Or like letting us know that these things are actually happening when they happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would also make it shorter. Oh. Like... It's, it, it's, it's stunning to me it's 150 minutes because it feels so much longer. It is shocking to me. Yeah. It um, honestly could be like an um, hour and a half. They could cut. Up. They could have cut twenty. They could have cut fifty minutes. This is the theatrical cut, by the way. The director's cut's longer. Which How cut? long is the director's cut? And creepier. No. And also keep it. The director's cut also has a full sex scene between John Hamm and Emily Browning. So. Which oh, just sounds horrible. It's gross. So it's, is John Hamm ever in the fantasy sequences? I don't I, remember he is. seeing. He's him. the high roller. He's but the, where? I don't remember seeing. There's the high one roller. scene. At least a very end, right? Was he the one that was like come up that she like distracted to let Sweet Pea? Escape was that him? Okay, I don't, it was I don't too know. dark. He was, he was in it before. There's the one where she is performing. He's like in a booth in the background. Okay, I think there's like a kind of a close up shot, but not really. I, I guess I just missed that completely. It's not done well, if you can imagine. Yeah. What else do we do? Is um, that do we fix it? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think the video actually I'm making it the video game. Is the best fix and just have like it all be women designers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. With fucking clothes on. That's my biggest thing. Yeah, like, and, and I think that connects back to like. Let them wear sneakers. <laughs> right? Like, they have no agency. They have no agency throughout the whole movie. It sucks. Mm-hmm. It's, ugh. But like, they pretend that they do. Exactly. Oh, it's like, oh, this badass girl gang is like getting over on the men, but they're not. Like, it's... They are all murdered. Yeah, they're all murdered. She gets lobotomized and is happy about it. <laughs> She's enjoying her lobotomy. This is just... This is this movie's batshit insane. And, like, the, her, like, stepdad got away, right? Yeah, that is never wrapped up. Yeah. Like, what, are you gonna go home to your abusive stepdad? Because she, like, he got what he wanted. She's lobotomized. Mm-hmm. He's long since fled town. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just making that up. It's ne- it's never made clear in the movie. I mean, I don't see why he would stay. Right. Yeah. His wife's dead. <laughs> Took care of the kids. Who he apparently only married for money. Every man in this movie is garbage. And they like... Ex- I will say except for the old, old man. Who helps. Who helps yeah. them. But again, that's never wrapped up. And he, he doesn't make sense as a character. <laughs> it's like... I don't know. Do we have any more segments? <laughs> We have one star reviews, but oh, I don't yeah. know if I... We'll just read the titles of a few. That's two stars, so that doesn't make sense. This one is titled, A Scuzzy Whorehouse Mentality Prevails Throughout. <laughs> yes! <That's... laughs> Scuzzy is the best word to describe this. Sucker was right for at least part of the title. Uh, this review compares it to Van Helsing, which is a movie I actually enjoy. I did feel like a sucker. 
This person called it a music video. <laughs> it does have... A, I can see that, actually. Yeah. Piece of caca. Crap. Poop. Feces. Turd. Dump. Brown remains. I like that this one's just called Yuck. Yuck. Ooh. Okay, can I read one? I found some on Letterboxd. Yeah. Watching Sucker Punch is like watching a friend you don't really like playing a video game for two hours. (laughs) (laughs) Sucker Punch is not only as bad as you've heard, it's worse. (laughs) (laughs) What's the... This review I hate. What's the difference between this and Scott Pilgrim vs. The World? (gasps) Shut your whore mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever that was. How dare they? Oh my god, this one's horrible. What? This about sums up the um, demographic for this movie. One star for the chicks, that's it. Ugh. Ugh. That's gross. And even they didn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) So, what would you rate this movie? Give your own stars. 0.5. Oh, this one is the only valid. Someone gave the stars for Oscar Isaac. (laughs) That's a valid, that is a valid thought. Um, this one is called The World's Most Expensive Music Video. Yeah, that, no, that's fair. So, Molly, what is your rating? The Super Punching Sex. Okay, <laughs> as of right now, I have this movie as one star in my letterbox, but after a rewatch, it goes down to a half star. <laughs> Only to show my visual distaste for this film. Mm-hmm. I might give it zero. Really? So you think it's the worst one we've done? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I Yeah. I was gonna give it a point five, but then I remembered it was two hours. <laughs> Cause like if you if you gave me a list of all the movies we watched and you're and you're like Watch I, I I wouldn't want to, but I could sit through the other ones again and I just will never watch this one again. That's fair. I'm trying to Think, is this my least favorite one we've done? I don't feel like it is. I gotta look at my list again. So I said F the Prom. But I definitely would rewatch F the Prom before I rewatch this. That's what I'm yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think I will give it Yeah, actually I would rewatch any of these before I rewatch this. So I think this is gonna be my worst movie <laughs> we've seen so far. Yes! Because at least with like F the Prom, what it's still like twist. kinda <laughs> fun bad. Yeah, they're all, like, more fun, bad, and even, like, I hated Christmas Horror Story, but, like... Satanic was your worst from our end of the year ranking. I had that below uh, Christmas Horror Story. Oh. Well, it was bad. (laughs) I would watch watch both of those over this one. I would, too. Yeah, so I'm gonna give it .5. I would say the only movie I hate more than this is Swiss Army Man. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe Adam. (laughs) I think... I honestly think Adam is a little... No, that's yeah, pretty bad. I haven't seen any of them. Adam's a movie we saw at Sundance. That's three triple crown. <laughs> I, I feel like it's more than three if you count the length of time you spent. <laughs> oh, Sundance! You said. <laughs> I know a few people were there. Like if, you're, if you're if you want to play a drinking game during this episode, anytime the word Sundance is said, take a drink. <laughs> I know you're not supposed to say that at the end while you've already listened to it. Yeah, so thank you for that suggestion, Molly, because oh, we now have a Worst Movie Award so far. Aww. Yeah, Yay. so bravo for bringing the one star. This thank you. episode did not go the way we thought it was going to. I didn't, because I like, there There was still like, I still like kind of dug the aesthetic sometimes. I thought there were cool ideas behind it. 
Yeah. And the soundtrack was great, but that's pretty much all I can say. And Vanessa and Hudgens and Oscar Isaac. Love them. (laughs) Before we we, uh, rewatched it, we were going to have the idea of this podcast be that Quinn likes the movie, Molly dislikes it, and they're both trying to convince me one way or the other, but then we all just agreed that it's trash. (laughs) (laughs) The first time I watched it, I saw part of it, and I was half watching it while it was on TV. So I think I definitely did not pay enough attention for it. Yeah, and the more you think about it, the worse it is. Yeah. I have, like, actively, um, seeking out, um, media that, like, trashes this movie to fuel my hatred. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel better? I... Getting it out in the world? I mean, I feel like I haven't... I don't, like, no, I still don't have, like, the words to properly articulate just how much I don't like this movie. So I still feel like the need to just combust, but I'll get over it. (laughs) Didn't you already? I'm glad you... (laughs) Oh my god. I'm glad at least other people can commiserate with me that this is a horrible film. So thank you so much for Yeah, Molly, where can people listen to you Um, more? I do a podcast with my friends Sam and Harish called Tipsy Terror. You can find us um, at Tipsy Terror on Twitter. <laughs> I just like the alliteration. Um, tentatively titled Tipsy Terror. I'm sorry. Um, I, it's kind it, of an old podcast to still have a tentative title. Stop. It has a lot of episodes out. Yeah, we have some episodes out. Come check us out. Um, you can also follow my personnels. Um, I, if you look up Molly Francis Haynes on Instagram or Twitter, you should be able to find me. I went back to my real name on Twitter, you know, because yeah. I was at Sundance. So <laughs> <laughs> I wanted anyone there to, like, know who I was, so. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, um, Tipsy Terror is a podcast I do. We get drunk and talk about horror movies. Uh, you might find some of your favorite one-star hosts on some episodes. A.K.A. both of us. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, check that out. And you can find up. Us at One Star Pod on... No, it's One Star Movies, you're right. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) One Star Movies. I'm at underscore Quinn Latifah. And I'm at Mala Turnup. And if you don't know how to spell it, that's your fault. (laughs) (laughs) If if you don't know how to spell it, I get it. Okay, bye! (laughs) Bye! I hate that. (laughs) I love her at outro. No, it's fine. Thanks for having me. It's just always so abrupt. (laughs) That's why I love it.